0: everybody, welcome to Sonic Talk episode 663, recording today, Wednesday the 7th of April 2021. This is the Music Technology Podcast, we talk about all things to do with music, new and old, O1W here on the left hand side, uh, and also uh, software. Production, live things, all that kind of stuff. Synthesizers, the whole works. And I want to say thank you very much to our friends uh, over at uh, um, YouTube. Who uh, we've got the chatties there, our IRCs and um, Discord as well. We we stream to Discord, uh, not Discord, uh, Twitch and Facebook and YouTube Live. Nice to see all you folks. Uh, also wanted to just put a little bit of a plug in for our Patreon. Uh, which you can join. We had a really good bumper uh, week this week and I've uh, been posting some more stuff. In fact, I've just done a thing on me recreating the Tom's Diner multi-track for the Song Exploder podcast, which I'll be posting in a couple of days. So if you're not already privy, then do join us because uh, on Patreon, that's... Uh uh, which one is it? It's this one, isn't it? That's right. Patreon.com forward slash Sonic uh, State will get you where you need to go. Uh, anyway, uh, just want to say thank you to everybody for joining us, uh, as I always do. And I've probably said it already. So there we go. Um, let's say hello to some guests because we've got, uh, well, let's start with Mr. Jamie Liddell, who we haven't seen for ages. Ah.
1: He got his fancy cam working, which is a isn't treat. It nice? So, you know, I've got to join the boys club of Absolutely. fancy cams. I mean, That's it's funny, isn't it? Just about when the vaccine's about to kick in.
0: You get your... You get <laughs>
1: Streaming yep. stuff. We're like, it, <laughs> it finally works. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's very nice to be back, Nick. And thanks for having me. I, I'm, I'm here because usually on these days, I have a sort of an, a, an engagement, but I just had my first Moderna shot. So I'm just... If I start twitching a bit later in the show, it could be various reasons, but I'm going to blame it on the Moderna. If, if there is a twitch, Okay, it's it's quite simply a vaccine reaction. Nothing to worry about. Okay,
0: well that's good to know. I'm I'm very, I'm very glad to hear (laughs) that,
1: Jamie. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. uh,
0: yeah, it's (laughs) interesting though that whole thing. I mean, for those people who've had it, it, uh, or at least if that's what you're going for, it makes, it sort of releases this base level of anxiety that perhaps you didn't know you had hanging around. Maybe maybe
1: instead of twitching, maybe that will happen. You'll just get free. Maybe sort of involuntary celebrations Some sort of annoying whoops. Now, woofs, whatever. All of that stuff. They, uh, all of that, yeah. Why ever? Hello. Not?
0: Hello. Uh, and we've also, well, it's lovely to have you. It's lovely to have you, Jamie. The anyway,
1: there
0: we go. And a reel to reel there. More on that a little bit later. We've also got oh, Mr. Yes. Yoad Nevo, who's there in uh, Nevo Sound in London. Uh, he's going for the wide angle. We get a very fulsome shot of your uh, support pillar there. Um, is that acoustically challenging, or have you had it treated? <laughs>
2: um,. What do you see there? Oh at the back.
0: Yeah. That big white thing that's sort of half in the middle of the floor. (laughs) Maybe it's just appeared and you're not aware of it.
2: It'd be funny Uh, if he turns around and goes, What?
0: What what
2: what Never mind.
0: Okay. how are you, Yoad? You well? Busy? Yeah.
2: Yeah, very well, very busy. Great things going on. Happy. Happy that uh well not happy about the weather.
0: Because no, it's... terrible! It, it got <laughs> cold suddenly. Now we can go out. Yeah. It's freezing.
2: <laughs> yeah, there was two days. That, there were two days last week when you thought, okay, yeah, that's that is something, and then it went back. And that's my first winter, you know, because I used to go to to Tel Aviv once a month for a week uh, to work, to do my waves week, um, and to get a bit of. So that's that's actually the first. Whole winter, entire winter that I've stayed in London, and uh, in twenty in twenty three years that wow. I've lived here, and it's quite depressing, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: yeah I guess. Anyway, anyway well, that, well, that you'll gather, Yoed, as well as being a uh, an accomplished mixer, producer, and uh, songwriter, and all those things, he's also a programmer uh, or a product developer with Waves as well. But uh, lovely to have you, Yoed. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you could make it.
2: Oh, it's good to be here.
0: I'm just trying to see if there's anything different on your center section there. I can see there's a t- there seems to be some sort of transport control next. to... Was that new? Is that um, like? Or oh, is that oh, no? The other side, the other side by your other hand. What's that? Is that the? Oh, that's automation it's part, part it- of the
1: console. Ah, oh, that's part of the
2: that's, console. That's that's old. Yeah, that's old kind of um, trigger things for the for the Neve, which are not in use, but. Um, uh, no, nothing is new except for, I'm into guitars now, you know, forget about synth and all that. It's not, really <laughs> oh, not my thing anymore.
0: What's happened to you? That's what happens if you don't get any sunlight, Yoad. you see, that's the yeah, problem. exactly.
2: Just revert,
0: revert to guitars. Anyway, lovely to have you. Uh, we've also got Mr. Charles Chickie Reeves, who's got a new camera angle where he's in front of his mm-hmm. console as well. Everybody's got, I feel it, everybody's got consoles and I've got, an one I mean, I'm feeling a little bit <laughs> inadequate here, but
3: uh, uh, and like, how Noah, are Charles? I'm getting into guitars. Uh-oh. So there you go. Wow, that <laughs> looks like this. a nice one. It's a uh, it's a Squire because I wanted to try it out before I bought the Fender version. It's the Bass Six, so it's like it's kind of like a baritone mm. guitar, but it's and I've just been playing it on everything because I'm originally a bass player anyway. But yeah, so I've just been putting all these like really funky guitar ta- guitar tracks on things that just sound a little chunkier than a than a normal guitar would. And my normal guitar has like, I think, 10s on them, so it's not, not particularly heavy strings anyway. So, so yeah, so that's my my newest acquisition. Oh, actually, Gosh. but I don't want to ruin your story about your O1W, but I am in the process right now of resurrecting my Kurzweil K2000 sampler, mostly because I like the synth in it, but I have all these old sound banks that are on a... a um, Hundred megabyte. I know that's huge. It's hard to imagine hundred megabyte hard drive. <laughs> wow, <laughs> and that it's so still works? so loud. It still works. Yeah, I've I've taken it out and I bought one of those. Um, well, you can I barely see it. I uh, like very compact very flash
0: or an SD card adapter. Well,
3: it's a it's a it fits in place of the floppy and it has a USB uh, in and out on it or a USB uh, port on it, so I can just start storing, you know, things. Mm-hmm in a nice modern way but the sounds on that the the synth sounds are so nice i love that and the effects they're noisy but gosh they sound really beautiful so i've been doing a lot of remixes that have a a lean towards kind of that 80s vibe so so getting that out making my jd800 work i've been i've been sort of in uh 80s 80s dream pop
0: (laughs) excavation Oh, right nice oh well that sounds like that sounds good i yeah me me um i've just been I've already said this. I can't even remember. I've said it so many times today because I did a Patreon video which about this, um, excavating the O1. Do- I needed an, o- an M1 piano actually, but I didn't have an M1 piano, so this is all I could use because I have to remake the multi-track for uh, or fill in the bits that are missing on the Tom's Diner multi-track for our Song Exploder podcast. If I haven't already said that, I may have just been pre-show, so excuse me if I'm <laughs> repeating myself. Uh, maybe we should just crack on, eh? And then uh, then we can get onto it. So let's start with uh, an. Inv- Device. This is the Chiral holographic synth uh, Max for Live. Uh, It's a very, uh, it's quite a good video. This because it doesn't, it doesn't go on. You know, it just kind of gets on with it. Um, Interesting sort of three-dimensional wave folding. uh, The the sounds in it are quite different to most synth videos. Not MPE. And a rather interesting display. Celestial reverb. Obviously, only works in uh, live. I'm assuming it may only be in uh, 11. I'm not sure. it Doesn't say for sure. Let me see.
1: Well, MPE would be. Open.
0: MPE, yeah, it would be. 11-11. That's true. Here we go. I just want to do it because it's for a change. It can end ah, there we go there we go there it is ends. an ending, usually I have to go i won't play it all, but I will because that was quite short, and it just suddenly stopped now um I know lots of people are into uh, eleven i mean in fact jamie you were you were first yes. to spot there that it must be for eleven have you tried this thing? this looks pretty yeah. good actually Face shaping oscillator amplitude modulate ADC. No, so no. Sn- it, it seems I'm just trying to look what the actual what the actual heck it is where you could where can you buy it
1: what's the i saw about? the um Robin Scanner, he posted something about it. That's the first time I heard about it until you suggested it as a talking point Mm. for today's Mm. uh, episode. What was the episode number again? 663. 663. First of all, amazing, Nick. 663. I mean, that, that's, that's incredible, isn't it? What are you do six, for 666? Six, 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 six?
0: Yeah, I said, well, I thought I might dress up in a sort of fancy dress, uh, devil tail and horns, but perhaps I won't.
1: Little Nas X. <laughs> I'm not sure whether I uh, will do start. that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but I mean, hey, look, I'm, I like the idea of um, phase based, um, you know, trickery. And, if, and if, it's sort of like, uh, obviously, yeah. We'll get onto the tapes in a bit, but um, so much joy to be had with with uh, messing with your phase. So I don't Absolutely. quite know exactly how this stuff works. I'm sure some of you um, are more. Well, I haven't had a chance to check the, it because I in a workings.
0: I haven't downloaded uh, Eleven yet. I haven't. I haven't had time. it's actually only 25 euros. 10 uh, percent of sales go to non profit. You know the ch- charity stuff. I think it's Berlin based guy. Uh, Charles you I know oh, you're God. big you're big on uh, 11 because I remember you couldn't make the 11 uh episode where we were talking about 11 and you were because you 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 dig it I'm guessing
3: have you tried this I do this? love it yeah I haven't tried this but um I like the so is this is this I I, I so I you know confess I don't really know much about this I, when I list, listened to the video I was like oh this sounds a lot like a like a modern CS80 kind of vibe Um, there was
0: a bit of that going on yeah
3: yeah but uh and also i like the fact that the video didn't go into (laughs) you know just the usual you know techno sort of thing that that a lot of those kind of videos go into but um is this sort of is this phase distortion like the casio stuff it,
0: it says it's phase um let me see what does it say it says it's phase shaping Which is
3: phase shaping?
0: Phase shaping. Mm. I don't know what phase shaping is exactly, but I should also point out it's available for ten and eleven. Although obviously the MPE stuff, you won't get the MPE stuff. Well, you can do it, but it's very complicated. I think how you how you can get it to work. You have to have multiple instances, Mm. I think, uh, and it Mm. gets a bit Mm. messy, but. yeah, it looks kind of I, I'm fun. definitely going
3: to buy it today. I'll get oh, it right. today. Okay, there we yes, go. We, can, we may I'm...
0: have a live purchase on the, on air, folks. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> oh, Yoad, yeah. yeah. uh, 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 I've, I've <laughs> not heard of. I've not heard of phase oh, shaping. It, it's like it sounds like phase phase distortion slash uh, wave shaping. Kind of conv,
2: sounds maybe. to me like it could. They could mean phase modulation. Um, which, for those of you who watched our um, FM, how does how does it work? Um, episode uh, we we talk about it there. So it may be that I don't want to say things that I've not checked. So um, so I'm not going to comment. Um, yeah, I have a license for for live, but there's not enough hours in in the day for me to get into. Uh, into Ableton Live 11 and, and all the great things that it incorporates. Um, because I just have to get on with stuff. Um, so, and I'm quite happy with, with Logic. Uh, but that's, yeah. and you know, in the old days, I used to have different machines running different uh, proprietary sort of software like Creamware running on a Creamer Scope running on a PC. And um, there used to be a, a synth. Running on DOS that I used to love. I don't remember what it was called, but I had a dedicated computer. Not sure. No. It was kind of red, red interface. It, it was very much like a virus. It was amazing. Um, it was a tracker, but I used to use the the the, the Ah, okay. Uh, hmm. And uh, I had so, so I used to have like dedicated computers just for running stuff that are not compatible with my main platform. But I don't think I'm going to do it, because uh, I like to be able to bounce stuff offline and you know and bounce stems and things like that. And I don't want to have to save multiple parts of a project on different platforms and stuff. Those days are are gone for me. I used yeah, to do well, it I think that's the fair enough.
0: Fair enough. I mean, as we know, switching DAWs is is requires a certain amount. I mean, there is a there's a, there's at least these days there's a more common sort of GUI thread and language going through them, so it makes it a little bit easier. But yeah, you know, but, there's, but
2: there's so much into there's so much in um, Ableton Eleven. I'm obviously aware of all the functions and stuff, but for me to to really work on a on a DAW, I have to be really fluent at it, and I'm I'm you know I, my main. Platform is Logic, I feel as like at home, equal, equally at home on, on Pro Tools, Cubase, I used to uh, up until 9.5 or something like that, but I haven't touched it for a couple of years. Uh, every now and then I used to mix an album on on um, or a few songs or, on Cubase just to, to keep, but I just don't have the time to to do that anymore. So, yeah, I know uh, what you
0: mean. You've got efficiency and all of that. I understand that one. Yeah. Anyway, that is, I think it's called Cural, and you can get it from Force uh, of F O R S dot F-M. Uh, I just bought it. Uh, all right, there we go. So, uh, yeah, well, love just love it. Yeah. good for you. There we go. We always like yeah, to see I a like bit like of that, online Charles. purchasing. That's- that's dedication, uh, I, isn't
3: it? I like stuff like that. Yeah, it's my kind of thing. So, yeah. Oh, he's out of focus. He's out of focus, ah, but your real
0: to real is in focus. What's happening? Oh, he needs, he needs uh, a, you need a kind it, of like special.
1: <laughs> the moderna.
0: Oh, there it is. Oh, it's not <laughs> you. It's not. Uh, it's not us. It's you. Yeah, for a oh. minute
1: there, I was losing it. <laughs> no, I'm back. Right. I'm back and
0: fine. Okay, so what <laughs> else have we got? Let's have a look. Uh, let's let's get on to. Um, um, Uh, why don't we look at uh, yeah, well we go in order, why not so this was an email I got from uh, a lady called um Hazel Mills uh, from Bristol, who I've come across before because she worked with Will Gregory and the Mog Ensemble and has been touring with uh, with Goldfrapp, And she did a cover of Ghosts, and this is actually a really good cover, uh, in conjunction with Harriet Riley, who's a percussionist, and that's that sort of bowed... I don't know what the hell that is, but it looks pretty and and awesome astonishing. Man, but she's also, if you can't see it, there's a full concert marimba about to come into play, which I think... I'm probably going to get busted on the com- on the on the comp
4: Let's
0: go up here. Here we go. Ready? Just fantastic. And, and it was yeah, said in the comments. Awesome, it was actually yeah. said in the comments. You know what? That actually sounds better than the original to me. It's a better yeah. interpretation. And I think, well, yes. in a way. Um, David Silver's voice is very specifically kind of a sound, so it's quite nice to hear it in a different way. I know Jamie, uh, Ghosts was awesome. such a seminal thing. I mean, probably one of the one of yeah. the one of the earliest, perhaps moody and atmospheric sort of songs that wasn't a sort of novelty or pop. I mean, we are talking the 80s, but there weren't. You know, it, it was very, uh, very sort of dark and uh, not Definitely. like your usual stuff.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah oh, fantastic and what an amazing version. It's true. So sort of it pays like it close attention to the original, like sonically, but it, it kind of extends it. And well and the fact that you can see them doing it is just ah oh, yeah, hats off. That's a serious bit of work and they've they've done an amazing job. Yeah. That's that's wonderful. My actually my neighbour across the way, Ji Hei Um Jung, she's one of the world's best marimba players. She's been a competition marimba player in in Korea since she was a young child and she's absolutely phenomenal. So I get to see like concert marimbas. They've got several of them in their house. And I go over there and we just play on them. They're just so great to stand out and play. Even if you can't really play, it's just like, whoa.
0: Just, the yeah, words. the physicality. Did, did, did you, did you say competition? Word. Did you say competition marimba player? That sounds like a thing I'm unaware of. What, what does that entail? <laughs> it's like how, many, how many notes <laughs> yes, you can... Exactly. exactly.
1: Well, right? Yeah, exactly. How many I sticks mean, think, you can hold in yes, each hand? A good question, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and what kind of award do you get? I mean, is it a sort of like, you know, do you get a tine? get a golden tine. Win and another marimba. i have to ask her. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's sort of like just one of these things pitting children against each other to see who can win and who can lose brutally and feel like worthless. You know. stuff I can imagine I can
0: imagine the the, the 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 sticks across the back of the fingers, you know, would definitely be a thing oh, in maybe learning marimba um, in in an authoritarian state. It could possibly be like that. I am totally, totally imagining that, but, you know, I'm just
1: my head. (laughs) You know, and that's what the song's all about. Just when they thought they're about to win, the ghosts came along and sort of wrapped them on the back of the hands with brutal marimba sticks. Yeah. And I did have a quick aside for Charles. When you're talking about chunky funk, when when Mm -hmm. can you give me any other examples of chunky funk? Because I like that idea, but I'm not quite sure where I might find other examples. uh, Uh, Over to you, Charles.
3: I don't know i mean i guess one of the reasons i like it is because it's it, i haven't really heard anything else like it and uh you know i'm playing things i would i would normally play on guitar i'm, I'm i am my guitar playing is more rhythmic oriented because i'm just not very I'm, I'm a bass player you know um but uh yeah just it just makes these really meaty, meaty. it's it's hard gosh it's really hard to meaty is the, the best way to describe it you know, like well, the thing yeah. that inspired me to get that was the uh, <laughs> uh, was the Beach Boys, all the all the layered bass ah. stuff. And I worked with a band from Mexico City one time, um, that and they. I remember they said, "Oh yeah, let's record the bajo sexto." And I was like, "What's a bajo sexto?" And they brought out this thing that said "bass six on it, and I was like, "I've never this amazing. was years ago. i would never seen anything like it." I thought it was just the most amazing sounding thing ever, and so. Uh, yeah, so I got I got one of these. Cool. Yeah. Sorry, I, just, I was
1: just you just got me with that. I just like the idea of a. I'll, know, I will. I can of, send you something now and I'll, I'll send you something I've done. Re- the, uh, I'll, see, yeah. I'll
3: send you something I've done recently to show you exactly what, okay. what I was able to get out of it. Yeah, uh, back, was, back to the topic. Um, sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, there, Nick.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, that, that I, I think uh, Hazel was using. Uh, I think she's got a uh, a P6. I think she told me actually. I've got it here. What does she say she was using? Uh, whatever
2: it is it sounds lovely
0: it does sound yeah it does
2: and and her voice is really cool and it's uh and you know and it's all live which is which is great and it has a great flow and great sound balance it's all and the way she doubles the the marimba so the the combination of the the kind of synthy and the marimba sound yeah sounds great and it's nice to hear a real marimba um uh, because it's been used so much that sound has
1: been used so much uh yeah they're from, very hard to record and,
0: god i imagine the uh, transients are a nightmare aren't they're they? really
1: hard to record i've been trying to record the one across the way i've sort of opted on this sank and cux 100k you know the one that goes up to 100 kilohertz And uh, I'm sort of trying to experiment with that. I've tried Shep's. I've tried like clipping DPA lavalier mics to the sides of her glasses to give her like a kind of binaural, like poor man's binaural, which actually works quite well. But yeah, hard instrument to record. So yeah, another factor. That's why you should use a DX7 then, so so that's that. (laughs) Or or
2: whatever whatever, uh, Tears for Fears used on their song because it sounds that's that's kind of the the sound that you know ding 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 ding, ding. you know that's uh oh, whatever yeah. it was s 900 or whatever they used. like maybe, or maybe, I maybe it's even it's even earlier maybe it's a syncopy or something or fairlight
0: fairlight i would think because yeah. I, I think that would probably be um what's his name oh gosh Ian Stanley. Ian Stanley was an yes. early mm-hmm. uh, Fairlight owner uh, back in the day, I think. Uh, and yeah,
2: so it must have been that. Because, you know, you know the, the the sound we all, most of the sounds we all associate with marimba is, are, are the sampled ones or yeah. the FM yeah. ones. true, yeah, it's true. The, it's F true. Ones, the FM ones are it's a true. bit, nah, but, uh, but the sampled, sampled ones, you know, especially and- when you go low and you get the, the, the aliasing and all that, it, it kind of sounds it's chunky. Said, and yeah, yeah, they're hard totally, to, yeah. to record. I mean, the, the, the way to record them is the kind of uh, orchestral way where, where yeah, it's, it's a long the way. Off. Are. If you try to get a mic anywhere near it, it's it, it, it just not, not happening. The, the transient and being a kind of a wooden transient, it's quite long. So with shorter transients, you, the, the, you can get away with it sometimes because you, you get the cl- cl- kind of clipping, but the sound will be clipped. But it's so short that you, it adds kind of excitement, or it acts. Ex- it's like an exciter on the transient, which is short. But but with that, the transient is actually quite long, so you can hear. The sound being clicked and, and generates ah,
1: yeah. okay. high the the sound and Here we go. Fun yeah. fact
0: here. Individual 2 in the chat room says, uh, Zappa's uh, text used to mic Ruth Underwood's uh, marimba like a drum kit for the gigs. Because obviously, the uh, Zappa time around yeah. in Corrodes, Ruth Underwood uh, would play that live. And wow. in fact, we probably see, I would imagine, fairly non- That's um, cool. Fairly non-sensitive dynamic mics would probably be the exactly. way to go. Exactly. You, can, you yeah. can
2: do it with, with a dynamic mic. Go for clipping. With, if you go for folding.
1: Right. Yeah, I think yeah. if you use like tape, if you notice like the Mellotron has a pretty all right, you know, they have great vibes. The marimba is harder. The marimba not as good. There's a lot of distortion. And I think in a way kind of makes sense. Like what you're saying, a long trans, you just fold it back in, just go for it. You know, I've been enjoying like a piece. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the brand Spectrasonics. Yeah, you know the cool. console yeah. was used to record loud like green and all that oh. I've just been in contact with them and they sent me a lot of stuff and um one of the units they have the old 610 compressor is like famous for an ultra fast attack time it's really good at that kind of um folding or well, getting getting those tra- catching those transits way faster than any other <laughs> compressor so you know I'm going to try that Okay. But more now. Need Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <Anyway>. Or more. <laughs> right Okay.
0: Well, uh, I'm, I think that was. I just wanted to put that. In, in fact, I think we, we should probably just it's have a great. quick word from our friends over at um,
5: Isotope. Isotope Producers Club is a one-of-a-kind membership for producers ready to take their tracks to the next level. Once you join, you'll gain access to powerhouse Isotope plugins and a curated selection of tools from our partners, such as Melodyne from Celimony Plus, as long as you remember, you'll get every future update to the Isotope plugins in your membership for no extra cost. We'll also regularly serve you new curated content like exclusive inspiration-sparking sample packs and preset packs, and industry-leading training ranging from our own tutorials to vocal production lessons from the world-renowned Berkeley Online, taught by Grammy-winning producer and engineer, Prince Charles Alexander. With new content being added every month full of valuable production techniques, tips and tricks, and solutions to common production problems, becoming a member is an investment in your career that grows as you and your career do. For more information on Isotope Producers Club, head to isotope.com.
0: And of course, there's uh, the Music Production Suite uh, and there's also the version of Producer Club Pro. Uh, it depends which one you want, whether you want the full RX experience. But don't forget, uh, if you really want, uh, you can also join... I think this, this button works. Yes, there we go. If you go to isotope.com forward slash SonicTalk, you can save ten percent on other isotope products, not subscriptions, uh, by when you check out use the code Sonic ten. Anyway, um, let's see. Oh yeah, it was April Fools, wasn't it? Did anyone get snaffled by April Fools? It feels a bit weird. I, I put this topic in and I thought, well, I actually can't think of any because I've sort of stopped taking notice because everything feels like an April Fool's at the moment. It just doesn't feel like anything's funny, you know? It's like how, how how extreme is it? some things that you think are April Fools just aren't. They're actually true. You just think, oh, god you know so i wonder if it's if it's over but i think yeah yeah, i haven't seen any anyone see hands up anyone saw a good one and then we if not we can move on oh okay all right charles you could go then you get to you you could you get to take the stage
3: yeah so this just because there's a living with a a writer i get exposed to these sorts of things uh there there's a site called readsy so this, this doesn't have anything to do with music, but it kind of does in a way. Reedzi had a had a thing. They they were they sent you a link to a new piece of software that they had developed, which is you enter in you put your name in this thing. And you pick the genre type, and you pick whether it's going to have a twist ending or a you know a more pedestrian sort of ending or whatever, and it'll AI generate a book for you. <laughs> and it's like, ah, know, get ready for stardom because you know this book. All you have to do is just put your name basically on it, and it'll generate the book for you. And they got a lot of people that were. Yeah. Uh, they were trying to do and it's the same i'm sure there were there were analogs of that in you the know, no pun intended analogs of that in the uh in the music industry that someone put up like an april fool's ai generated song that you can claim as your own
0: well i mean but so, we're not was, far from that i suppose so yeah hey it's a bit too close to the truth isn't it that's the thing i guess so <laughs> that's
2: it the, is that's the thing
0: <laughs> anyway anybody else go for one before we uh we move on yeah. i don't want to don't ah yeah, well, okay. yeah so
2: so um so on on the 1st of April, like for some reason, I woke up really early, like at six in the morning, and um, I wrote an email to the whole Waves, um, you know, um, group, which is like 300 people or something or 350 or something like that. And I said, um, uh, congratu- basically, to the to the owners, congratulating the, the owners on the successful acquisition of Isotope. And, uh, <laughs> and I said this will have a gr- this will have a very positive impact on the entire industry, and I congratulate you or something like that. And then I oh, just God. waited. Wow! Well, <laughs> that's risky. And yeah. emails started pouring in. That was really funny.
0: Wow! Uh, <laughs> funny for everybody else, or funny for you? yeah? That 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 could have it been funny. Okay, it
2: was funny for me, but uh, eventually, it was, I think it uh, it was quite enjoyable.
0: And of course, if for, you do that, if you like did that, then that you'd... you'd be getting native instruments now because something I they kind of created a sort of sub, they haven't merged, but they've created a sort of sub uh, yeah. company or a, a project where. They're, they're yeah, but making... that's
2: why that's why it it didn't seem kind of
0: uh, like, unlikely, too right.
2: far fetched, you know,
0: right. No, Again, right. element of truth. Oh wow, well, you yes. yeah, yeah. Scamp, you scam. You
1: scam. Fiction's <laughs> all about that. You, if you don't believe it at all, there's no yeah. Down straight into the fiction.
0: Okay, well that's let's right. uh, let's get on to. Uh, oh yeah, this is uh, this was this was pretty cool. This is one of the new co- This is really to illustrate yeah. the Korg MS20. New MS20, full size MS20 in. Uh, they're they're in a blue,
4: black, white, and
0: well, it looks just like dirt. Is that brown? I can't tell. Actually. Dirty. Hello, everybody. Natalie here for Patch of the Week, and I'm going Dirty. to show it's you. Um, Camo. Yeah. What's that? that? That's it. There. I There's white. There's blue. There's black. And is that is that that sort of duck green? I'm not quite sure. Maybe duck. that is. Thirty ninety nine US dollars. Quite expensive, considering they they themselves make an MS twenty that you can buy for considerably less than that. And obviously, you know, we've got the... the, <laughs> not, other to mention, the room. not to mention... Behringer, not to yeah. mention Berenger. Not to mention
2: Beringer.
0: Yeah. It's an interesting idea. I mean, it, it does. I, I don't know. The MS-20... This. For a long time, the MS-20 just had this... And I did not know that Flatbeats was made on the MS-20. And that did sound thunderous, I must say. I, I do like... Tori <laughs> yeah. said she's got an MS-20 Mini, and she said it rocks. That's Tori... Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. What Have you got an MS-20? Is it? Is it part of your... I do, uh, yeah.
1: You do? I mean, I've had it. Was, it's, MS10 was my first analog. Me too. Synth. Me too. Um, yeah. I, I think it sounds a bit better MS10. than the MS20. the MS20. The MS10's a little bit yeah. more of a robust oscillator. The MS20, obviously, it's the filters, isn't it? You just, It's a cool synth. It's a, I used to take it on stage a lot, run my voice through it, and um, yeah, that's a good rush. I'm actually on a square pusher track called Shin Triad on Music as Ride well. One Note, and he was playing drums. I was just singing through the MS20, and, uh, you know, fond memories um mm. but yeah no it's a good it's a good i don't crack what's nice about it it's got a quite a good act hopefully they preserve the action on the filter it's all about the looseness of that pot because you can really sort of you can talk with it there's not many in some sense the pot just doesn't let you talk right. it's got a very talky filter so you can you can really like do the thing with it it's it's meat funk with a finger it's a finger <laughs> you can actually there's 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 potential meat funk. I'm not saying there will always be meat funk, but as you can hear with flat beat, yeah, he definitely got some.
0: It did. Some of beautiful. Meat it, funk. But yeah, it did say. And of course, uh, more I mean, lots of things. But uh, I know Alison Goldfrapp sang through the MS20 uh, for Lovely Head as well, which is visceral because it's breaking and it it's just an sound awesome it, effect. It's a really good effect. Yeah,
1: it's good. It's really yeah. good. It tracks well. I had a little guy make me a weird MS20. <laughs> took him ages. I mean, I, I just used to not like carrying the MS-20 on stage. I always, they did do a little standalone guitar box that had the pitch tracker in it, but I just didn't like it as much. But um, yeah, MS-20, it will always be fondly remembered. It's a little bit, I guess now, for me, uh, it's sort of lost its favour, but mm. it's just because I'm not that drawn to the aggro sound. There's yeah, quite it's, aggro it's quite synth. aggressive.
0: That's true. I used but to use cool I, it, I used to use MS twenty a lot, but it's just to pinch out those lovely harmonics. And it was I don't know, have you got Have you got one of those? Um, Yo, yeah, had I can't I've see got, one back there. I've
2: got an I've got an MS ten, and um, and mine. Um, yeah, the, the the sound is great. I I, I think you that's can awesome. just about. Yeah, it's just uh, just above the. It just the has minimum. a low pass though, like, the twi- the ten, right? Yeah,
0: it does. Yeah, doesn't yeah,
2: have a high it's, pass. But high re- pass is really nice clean. on the MS2. The it's thing is that that my one is um, there's something wrong with the pitch, so it It would. You you can only tune it to a semitone below everything else, and I don't <laughs> want to send it for repairs and stuff. And that's the one of the great things about Logic is that you you have the the environment. So I can manipulate the MIDI so only the MIDI that goes to the MS <laughs> ten
4: is plus one. It works. So, so which it makes works.
2: it uh, yeah, man. Um, it makes it fine man again. Man. But it, yeah, it's a lovely kind of angry little synth. Absolutely. Um, angry, I have to say, I'm really not working. quite. I don't know. It's it seems so pricey it looks nice in white i have to say yeah
0: it did look nice that
2: but uh yeah i don't it does know seem expensive I, would,
0: I know what you're saying
2: i i would i would get i would personally i would get the behringer it probably sounds i never did the, the i never compared them you know back back to back but um, uh, but i'm sure it sounds similar enough for like 200 dollars or something or whatever it costs yeah, um, Maybe so. Maybe so. yeah. I don't Difficult know. To... It, it, it seems well, quite, I... or, or even, or even a Korg, uh, an MS Twenty Mini. Yeah.
0: For
4: that
2: well, aspect.
0: I tell you, the one that I really thought that that they should they should go. The MS Twenty Desktop was. Particularly good because they they tackled some of these issues. So you can access the PWM. You got ring mod. You got different. Uh, there are a few things in mm-hmm. it that made it just sort of like really become much more uh, a, a fluency. I've got an original MS20 back there. You can't see it, but it it's all sort of beaten up. I know Charles. I'm imagining. Uh, you, have you got one there? I can't remember if you mm-hmm. have or not. Yeah, it's one of I those do. Ones. Yeah,
3: I do. But it hasn't functioned since uh, I first came to this country and realized how different mm-hmm. the voltage is.
1: <laughs> ah, oh no. so,
3: actually it wasn't me it wasn't me it was someone else honestly yeah. it was someone else but no, i i haven't gotten right around to getting it, I, have I haven't gotten around to fixing it but the nice thing i did is i took all the like raw waveforms i could and i transferred them onto tape and i have uh, years ago and I still have that tape and I've mm. sampled it and I've got all these Ableton setups with all just the raw waveforms nice and yes it is about yeah, the filters yeah. in that but but it just sounds fantastic and, and the, using the yeah. Ableton sampler it's you know, nothing so quite like, like it I, I, I never used yeah. to use
0: the, I never used the MS-20 for bass but that that uh, beat that uh, Natalie Shammy gets out of it I mean it's like really like wow that, that's great. what that I use it for Beef is hell Yeah. Now the keys oh, that's,
1: that's, the that's MS- what I use it for keys. absolutely sorry the resonance on the high pass is is the key because you oh, yeah. really dial in Kicks. huge subs huge subs and like yeah. you know it's the thing it's, 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 a, it's a super power i mean if you use it just for like if you multi-track i've done a bunch of stuff just multi-tracking drums it's got a really nice forceful noise as well i'm always on the lookout for the best noise generators the best one i ever heard was the ms50 but the ms20 mm. is good too. But I love I love a really solid noise source. It's got that too. It's it's good. It's really it's a powerful machine.
3: It's oh, got like the force. Got the force. Is it well, good for I mean, chunky fun? junkie
0: funk it could well be <laughs> yeah. anyway the ms20 is. the ms20 fs yes. models available now uh us map 3099 so you're going to want to want one i mean i guess you know blue or white i think would be kind of I, I think i could uh, well i would i just wouldn't spend that much money on it on one i've got one anyway i mean I, I haven't checked to see if it works recently but i hope it does anyway this is probably a good time to uh, just have a mention of our friend modem uh, if you remember, I reviewed the Cobalt 8. actually sounds a really nice and lovely-looking synthesizer. Uh, it's got an 8-voice extended virtual analogue synth with 34 innovative algorithm, uh, oscillator algorithms, morphable four-pole ladder filter, 29 endless encoders for real-time and control, internal sequencer arpeggio, NPE support as well, modal app, Windows, Mac, iOS, Android, and... V-S-T-A-U. Uh, and, in fact, uh, if you want to find out more, just head over to bit.ly slash get underscore modal, and uh, they will be uh, happy to give you more information. But, uh, yeah, sadly, that one had to go back, and I, I did enjoy programming mm-hmm. that. I came up with a lovely sound yeah. at the beginning of it that just made me think, oh, my God, this is amazing. Spoke to me a little bit more than the Argonate. Anyway, um, okay. I would like to
2: have one.
0: Uh, what? That's one. Uh, that's
2: what- that's on. one of the 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 synths I would the hardware synths I would like
0: to to have when oh, I
4: grow uh, up. When you when you grow <laughs> up.
0: Okay, so uh, I think we'll get on to Jamie's tape experiments because this was uh, well not the reason you're on, but it's the reason we started communicating this week. This was the modifications that you, Jamie you've had with your uh, Otari Someone might
1: be familiar with this machine. Scott Campbell yes. modifies Morant's cassette recorders to allow cv control which is amazing and i thought to myself what would happen if you had a reel-to-reel a four-track quarter inch that you could have the same control over and the good folks at love magnet electronics in la made those exact modifications to this atari behind me the 5050 and it's awesome
0: Could the tape on. machine clock Thanks. That's some great stuff that you're doing there. So this sounds like you've been having a whole heap of fun. I mean, CV control and being able to scale it and then obviously portamento between the things. I mean, it just sounds like... I mean, have you got yeah, any work done?
1: <laughs> that is the work. I mean, it's funny people are like... I remember a comment like, Jamie, I wish I had as much time to piss about as you do. <laughs> and meanwhile, the guy was a sound designer and I was like... It's weird because I've made loads of tracks out of this, and like, it's, it's the whole point of it was to make music. You know what I mean? And it's exactly what is allowing me to do: make sounds I've never been able to make before. And yeah, it's it's a funny thing. I, I mean, for a lot of reasons, I'm drawn to it. they see the little Nagra next to it, and I've loved looping with that. And obviously, that's a quarter inch, that's a mono tape, so the fidelity is 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 significantly well, supposed to be the best, than the, yeah. the Atari. Yeah. It's awesome. But the Atari has a, is a nice charm too, and it's a real workhorse. And I wouldn't have done this modification on a lot of reels, but the Atari has a strong motor and I think it can take it. What's really crazy, I've, I, recently i recorded a piano, right? Put the piano back on tape and then rewound, put the piano back through, but a CV to LFO, so you create like a pretty strong vibrato on the second pass of the piano. Then you line them up in the computer and you've got the, the vibrato piano against the original. I've never been able to get a sound like that in the box. It's impossible. I challenge anyone to get that sound any other way. You, it can't be done. I mean, I've tried a lot of shit. I mean, forgive me, pardon me, but I've tried an awful lot of shit. And uh, this is giving me sounds, sounds. And you can CV flange. You can On my last podcast, I did a thing where I very slowly modified the, the pitch of this machine in a robotic way that will be, you can't do with your hand. You can't flange in that way. So uh, it's a, lots of things, and obviously, like you said, I've got it scaled, so it's MIDI controllable. So if I wanna go from a C to a G, I just play it with the keyboard, and I can control control how long it takes to get there with the portmanteau. And you wow. can play and record all during the time it's making that transition. And like, so like this, and if you're droning, then obviously that, morphs and it tries to stay in tune. And it's just, I mean, it's endless beauty. It's just incredible for so much different music. The most challenging part of it is doing sound on sound in a rhythmic way is hard because it won't let you listen to the track you've recorded as if it was, you know, if you're doing traditional four track recording, obviously you can sort of play in time with it as it were, but once you're doing sound on sound and this machine's modified with like each track as a sound on sound option. So you can turn your race head off per track. So you can turn different tracks on and off. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. Check the YouTube out if you haven't checked it. It's, 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 I've really put a lot of time and energy into it, partly because I'm trying to get a bit more like Raymond Scott, like I will forget how to do this. Like I printed on a little five second loop, a rhythmic track of pulses that is used to control the modular downstream because it becomes an actual clock and then once it's in control of the clock when you change the very speed on the tape machine everything is in time so you can then like really sequence and do sound on sound with the machine in ways that you could never do any other way so it's uh it's been a crazy run to just but mind you now it's not set up for that for example so if i do want to put that rhythmic reel on i have to Put it on, throw it through the gate, clean up the signal, get the level right into the envelope follower. And it's a little bit of a palaver, but it's worth it. It's really, it's been awesome. I love it.
0: I think probably what you need is some kind of like antennae that you can affix to it that would uh, scale so that you can actually create the length of the loop and you just put that in rather than go, well, where's the thing I've got to wrap it around? And, and how do you, and storing tape loops yeah. and stuff would be kind of. Must I've be got quite...
1: them stored on the back of a sort of a, uh, a light um, stand, I've got like a C stand and I just chuck it over the back of that. But yeah, they, I've trampled on them and stuff already, but you know, you do have to sort of measured like 75 inches. So you get like five seconds and it's amazing. It came out like 4.98 seconds or something in a video. And that was really what it came out to. So it's, it's not that hard really. I I just, I love, I just love the process. I just feel like in this day and age with computers, I don't like, I want to work for my sound. And like, and have a sound that is truly mine. Yeah. Do you know what well, I mean? Like, true, yeah. so like, I think that's the thing. It's just been really inspiring. You can get it lots of different ways. It's not that this is an exclusive thing. Like I said, the Scott Campbell, CD mods on the cassettes are fantastic. I never thought to quantize it to scale. It took me a long time to quantize. I had to use the circle on this or whatever. It's, it was hard, but um, now it's really fixed and I can, it, now quantization is is fixed and stays in tune. So it's, yeah, it's been really good. Awesome. Oh, wow. uh,
0: so, Charles, yeah. um, uh, did I see? Uh, have you, uh, you? You have got a reel to reel there. I've seen it. With yeah, your I do. Shot. Yeah. Okay. Um, What's yours? You haven't got. An I'm Atari, stunned.
3: I want to. I want to. <laughs> well, I, I've, I've recently gotten into uh, editing cassettes because I got a. Um, I bought this thing. You know the. the uh, yeah. Was, which one is mm-hmm. this? The Porta Studio Four One Four Mark Two. Um, so I, I I've been making tape loops on that. Um which I love. But you know, they yeah. I, I haven't gotten brave enough to start doing real to real tape loops. But I kinda wanna use my so I have a MS sixteen, the the Tascam MS sixteen machine. Oh wow. And uh and I wanna start it's a making half inch. uh it's a one inch. It's a one inch machine. Oh, one inch, so oh, man, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 all balanced in and out on it and stuff like that, Um, and it works great. Track track uh, one and sixteen are a little little bit iffy, but you know you've got fourteen very solid tracks in there, and uh, and I will start start doing making loops out of that. I would love because I I I bought bought an editing editing block for it and. Good God, it's just like it's I don't know, there's I, I I was working on an album many years ago and the artist who's who's well known guitarist whose name I won't really mention, but um he was quite obsessive about oh let's use this bar from this particular take on this twenty four track and then let's use this before doing before much Pro Tools stuff. So we were editing on taking twenty four track tapes and just doing Edits and it just sounds like steel. a train going. <laughs> it sounded like a train going over tracks every time I played the tape. It was like <laughs> you know, constant stuff. And it, every time I made a cut, I just had like a slight anxiety attack, which I would just bury down deep inside so no one had to see it. Um, but to this day, it, I still get the same sort of anxiety whenever I'm about to even cut a cassette, I'm like, oh, oh, if I get it wrong, oh, you know, I see people online doing it with, you know, like, oh, just, cut with a pair of scissors, <laughs> use regular yeah, tape. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, you don't, like, you don't have to be that
1: worried about it, man. No, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, sure. The splices can, can be, I mean, I've got a tape on there that has had a dodgy splice, but I quite like a dodgy splice, you know, it gives you, then the feedback stops. Like I know on space echo, you get like a problem with the, you just gotta embrace the, the joy of it. Embrace the joy I mean, I suppose it, yeah. if you're trying to get a very, yeah. very high fidelity result, then you might want to be a bit more anal about it and which you can, you can be anal and then you just, you know, and it gets pretty you can do pretty amazing splices if you, yeah. if you, you work on it. Your but yeah. I mean, um, I- wash,
0: your, wash your hands. Well, that's oh, yeah, good yeah. for this. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, no greed.
0: <laughs> I remember back in the day, you know, part of, I mean, that, there used to be this thing. Cause I remember I used to, I work, I did some mixes with this guy, JJ Allen, who was, uh, worked out at Metropolis a lot. And, uh, he was, one of the things that he would do is as part of, you know, you, 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 di- you do your mix, but he'd print it to uh, Ampex. Um, and then he was also a really skilled tape editor. So you could do, try out your edits. So part of the kind of mix engineers remit used to be yeah. kind of the editing side oh, of things man, as well. Man, I mean, did you ever have to deal with that as well? Yeah, I
2: used, I used to do that where at the end of the mix, um, I would solo the drums record 16 bars of that and then put the br- bass in record 16 bars of that go and edit it there and then and then add some more stuff so that was that was like a 12 inch sort of uh that was the way yeah. to do it because if you had the three and a half minute song and you want it to be six minutes that was the way to do it you just um create the balance you want on uh, like the, the the arrangement basically, and yeah. you could like send use um, auxiliaries to send stuff to delays and stuff like that. But then you had to edit it there and then because an hour later it, it would mean nothing. You would end up with bits of tape, which you know. So you had to do it in. It's it's a linear process. You you record eight bars of drums. Uh, mark mark it with a with the channel. You know, then record, right. add another element, splice that it's in. The
1: idea that yeah, it's the idea of tape being about commitment, isn't it? I mean, I think that's the thing which is so mm. uh, scary to some people and so appealing to others. It's like um, you have to commit. That like you're talking about, you hit record on that tape. Maybe you're recording over. You hear stories about David Bowie doing Heroes or whatever. They had to. If he wanted to punch in a line, they re- they recorded over his lead. They just were like, all right, David. I mean, obviously, yeah. you're David Bowie, one of the greatest of all time. Just go for it, man. <laughs> and we're just going to punch you in <laughs> over that take. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, you've got your song. It's not like do we have to edit between comps? <laughs> There's none of that. The track yeah. is done. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah. Stories of Prince, Susan Rogers. They got the stuff on the track. Prince, they finished the song every day because they had the stuff on the tape. They pulled up the faders. They did the mix. They were done.
4: Yeah.
0: There was,
1: n- and, uh, and uh, is, uh, that is appealing. I got to say, not that this yeah. has anything to do with that, but I, I like yeah. that. That just so sort of it, nowadays it's interesting. we've got I, I, a lot of parachutes and we've got a lot of safety nets. Yeah, just maybe I not making them. for the best stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I remember we
2: used to. Um, I, I I worked in. Um, I started in a studio where there were there were three studios, and there were, on in Studio B there was no automation. Um, so before the mix. Mm. Uh, we used to clean the the tom's track because the gate, you know, usually you you can't <laughs> just set and forget. So we used to yeah. with a counter, looking at the counter, and obviously listening to the to the track and trying to memorize the fields. You would have a field like and a... just start erasing, and just before the next oh. field, the next <laughs> <That's tom> field, <laughs> you will punch out. So you That's so the cool, gate would work, man. and I and I. Um and I accidentally deleted a, a floor tom and we had to re record <laughs> that. Just the floor tom to over to basically overdub it on you know, you had a lot of stuff like that. But but it was fun.
0: Yeah, it well, it's, it's yeah. terrible. Ter- I remember, because um, um, William Orbit used to... Because uh, I, I was talking to him about... Because uh, he was recording in Bath for a while. Um, not mates or anything, but he was working in the studio where I was hanging around for a bit. And he said what, what they used to do is he would record... All these kind of different arrangements and different combinations of things down to stereo pairs on his multi so in the end you know because he'd be running loads of stuff live he would just record all of those and so the remix would be him just kind of like muting between entire sections that were just running yeah. concurrently so it would be like okay this is the verse that's running all the time or, or whatever this breakdown here and then this yeah. one here and he just turn that one on and then you know so he would just it would be a question of performing the remix as a series Don't of Don't forget about yeah. mints.
1: King Tubby. Don't forget King Tubby yeah. and like, you know what I mean? Just all of that. Mm-hmm. The joy of having I think they used to use like a Scully tape machine just for the for the echo. <laughs> you know, so it's like you could just use or you can use your machine and like these machines, you can just use them as a crazy um, you know, sound on sound echo. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. like it's so cool tape. It's, I, I really advise people to get a little tape machine just to muck about on because it's it's really integrates really well, I think, into the digital workflow because you can <laughs> you just get out of that headspace and you can sort of get a sound color that's quite hard to achieve in the box. You can get it, but it's much more fun to do it yourself and I don't know, and you can get these. unfortunately, with maybe this pandemic craziness or the reverb effect or something, stuff is really expensive. Tape machines are crazy money these days. Mm. But, um, yeah, maybe oh, you can yeah. find a bargain still. Yeah. Well, tape but, yeah, itself is pretty expensive. As, I mean, it is, well. it is, it is. There's good company there. Recording the masters is the tape I'd recommend to people who are interested The 911 tape. It's good tape. People right. say there's no good tape anymore, but that's good tape.
3: Right. Yeah. So, that's uh, what anyway. my, both my machines are set up for 911 because it's, yeah, that, it's, that it's is it's great. good stuff. Yeah, well, What's that? That, so it Don't worry nine, about that. Is it 910, the other stuff they make? What is the other stuff? They make, yeah, they, they make sure. an, another one that's a little bit squishier sounding, but the 911 has good transient stuff on it. It's interesting. It's awesome. We're talking good, about the, the, the,
0: the kind of formulation of the oxide paste. It's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, because I, I've just been and through I think this they used to use
1: whale, didn't they? They used I, to use whale in tape. Oh, that's I'm why God. like some of the old formulations were sort of banned, it was some sort of whale oil. So <laughs> anyway, I seem <laughs> to remember reading about that. It's like, it doesn't sound as good as the whale tape. <laughs> and you know that if you wanted to make
2: copies of tape, it was better to, to record it, to put one backwards and record it in reverse, because then the transients would kind of build up. Oh, that's
1: so cool. That's awesome. It's so, like half-speed mastering kind of stuff. Do a half yeah, speed so, as well. So it,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so, so, cool. so it would record it better. You have a better, you would have a better transient response, and then you you, you reverse it. Not yes. to mention the reversed reverb. You know that yeah. you had to if you yeah. wanted to do like on the toms, you had Which, to. Of course, you want to do that. That <laughs> uh, that was quite that was quite scary because if you had like tracks uh, thirteen and fourteen. Your, your toms were on those, then you reverse the tape, so they would come up on 11 and 12, and then you set up a reverb on those and you had to, so basically I used to, to, to make a track, on the track sheet I would write the numbers in reverse, like so one starting 24. at 24, yeah. so, so you know where you recorded, that was, that was a lot of fun. That was a little yeah.
0: fun. challenging.
1: Looping yeah, tape well, over re- was always a lot of fun. Stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I mean, I'm, I used to have a three M M twenty four. Damn, two, that's two a inch heavy track.
1: machine, man. And Jeez,
0: uh, that's yeah, it was a full on. It was because um, we, we used to spend so much money and time and effort going to get transfers done on two inch tape that I, I ended up. I don't know what I mean. I had room for it, and we just got it in. It we, honestly, it was the it was the weight of a large washing machine at least you know oh, big, with, with yeah. a big lump of concrete in it but the thing I remember yeah. most was having to m- mess around with the tones because to get a proper tape a tone tape which went you know uh, 101 and then 10 ca- right up they were really really calibration tapes were really expensive so I used to borrow one every once in a while and calibrate and the rest of the time it would not <laughs> And that little thing and you just kind of i was so easy just to, yeah yeah god, yeah
3: blimey. oh my wow. god yeah
0: Anyway, we're feeling it's a oh. very, very reminiscent kind of uh, uh, period of, of time of tape. But you've, you've, you've started us all off, uh, Jamie, and maybe we've inspired some well, more it's people. it's a different to...
1: thing. It's a different thing. This is more using it as an effects unit, more in a radiophonic workshop, more mindset of, uh, you know, I'm a concretin. So any excuse to yeah. sort of get my... Uh... My concrete on, I'll do it. Yes, very. I'm, I'm Good actually. I'm thinking, as you said, about that big machine. I'm thinking of getting my old Telefunken M15A that's still in Belgium. Like, I'm thinking of actually buying the bullet and shipping it over to America, because <laughs> wow. tape machines are so expensive and you can't find an M15 anymore. So I'm just like, I'm, I have, you know, Love Magnet will repair it. I'll, I'll get it working. It will cost me a bunch to ship it, but it's cheaper than buying a machine. Like, yeah, I'd love to mm-hmm. get like a a decent multi-track, but. I just want a high-end one-inch to sort of print. I got one-inch a one inch eight track it's, it's an amazing machine. Like I, yeah. I used it once for a Super Collider song, but man, it just blew the computer out of the water so bad. Me and Chris would just like, silent like what have we been recording on this whole time yeah <laughs> this thing is like another league what are we doing yeah. we just work with yeah. toys we used to yeah. well, i track live, live, live bands on
3: my machine because that it just sounds so much yeah. better than tracking it directly oh into God, the computer
1: this is horrible mm. when you look at it now but anyway whatever <laughs> we can't go back we love convenience yeah well that's true and that's it's also true. wasteful and all that it's yeah. a nightmare and they're big clunky old things, but you know, you've got to keep techs in business. It's important to yeah. keep the techs like versed in these machines because sometimes, you know, techs can't fix a black box. Get something wrong with your Avid controller, you might just chuck it in the bin. At least these things, yeah. I mean, like these machines have lasted since the 60s and like, you know, they're still rocking. They're yeah. still mechanical. I mean, I love all that.
0: Yeah, no, that's a very good point. Well, interesting, interesting chat. Thank you very much for bringing that up and thanks for that video, Jamie. I mean, um, we will... uh well, well, we should probably wrap things up, I suppose. It feels like we've got to that time. It's five o'clock. Uh, I was going to say it's Friday and it's time for Cracker Jack, but it's not. It's only just five o'clock and it's a Wednesday. Um, I, but there we go. That's a very, very UK-specific joke that I think only Jamie might have got, actually. Because I'm happy
1: about that. Certainly I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's probably the, it's the Moderna kicking in.
0: Yeah, there we go, <laughs> no, Jamie. Lo- lovely, to, exactly. lovely to have you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, uh, don't man. forget, of course, you can check it. out check out Jamie uh, uh, JamieLiddellMusic dot where as uh, hanging out with Audio Files podcast. Uh, you got some more episodes of that coming? Appreciate
1: up. It, Nick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm always chipping away. Uh, there's there's a few on the brew. Next one's going to be with Boys Noise, and we had a nice in-depth chat about his his modular. So mm-hmm. those com- you know who want to know more, it's it's very specific. But you know that's the nature of the show. I'll interview some people, and it's very general, maybe very philosophical, and sometimes very technical. But it's my show.
0: So, so there we away. go. Exactly.
1: So there but thank Actually, you very much for the plug. Yeah, that's all right.
0: I want to plug a uh, video. I did an interview with a guy called uh, Federico Vidvar, who is uh, a really sort of top-draw production working in that sort of L.A. scene with uh, Timberland and uh, um, Kanye did 10 tracks on the Kanye album. You know, I mean, he's like... And uh, he's he's been a, a, a viewer of Sonic State for years and years, which is great because when we did that, you know, it's that thing—it's all cooked up by PR. And when you get the person in front of you, you don't know where they're just going to go. Who? What? Oh, I'm sorry, I thought it was to do. But he was like, no, I really did. And it, but it's a—I'm surprised it's had so little traction because it's full of really interesting nuggets. I was going to talk about it on the show as a podcasty bit. Yeah. but uh, yeah. Just the thing. There's one particular nugget which was fascinating, which is Rick Rubin's rule of four, which means you could only have four instruments or sounds at any one time, which is why a lot nice. of this kind of modern R&B is very very minimal, but each one has to be bang on, but do check that out, the Federico Vinvo interview, um, anyway, yeah, I was saying goodbye to people, cool, um, and also <laughs> Mr. Mr. Yoad, Mr. Yoad Nevo there in London, thank you very much for joining us, uh, I'm glad you were able to take My time pleasure. out, doing a lot of production at the moment, or a lot of wavesing, what's your, what's your main focus?
2: Um, a lot of mixing, <laughs> Um, I have to put two songs I'm producing at the moment on the go. Uh, a lot of wave stuff, a lot of wave stuff. It's, uh, very exciting. Um, yeah, it's quite diverse. And I'm playing my guitars as well and trying to refine. I got a new Carvin, uh, amp, um, which is really nice. And, you know, trying to refine my tones and stuff uh
0: yeah yeah excellent well i'm glad to hear it it's always good to have a bit of time for playing but thank you very much and of course mr charles chicky reeves who is uh you said you've been doing a lot of teaching of mixing as well which is that live stuff or uh, studio stuff or what's
3: teaching uh studio and live streaming mixing and uh i'm doing that and i'm on three different future funk uh remix things i'm doing right now and and some game music doing a bit of game music but uh but most of wow. my time uh, for the, all of these holidays has been focused on remixing, and then I'm gonna. I've got some classes that start up again next week. Wow. I, I teach for London Metropolitan University. I teach uh, live mixing and uh, live streaming mixing and studio mixing.
0: Excellent. Oh, so that, that sounds fun. like a great yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, I mean, the, everybody's doing it. In fact, my mum, uh, who's an artist, I managed. To, I, I talked her into getting a. I bought her a cheap webcam, and now she's doing Zoom art classes, and is actually getting paid ah. for it it's awesome oh, that's that's great. Great. yeah I mean so yeah everybody's doing it really anyway good. folks it's been an absolute pleasure uh, thank you very much everybody oh, oh yo, just just just, yeah he's gone it's just <laughs> it's gone off in a puff of smoke now here he comes here oh it there comes. he is anyway, Yay. action shots. Yay. Uh, thank you everybody it. that was sonic talk episode uh, 663 uh, we will be uh, bringing you some more next week and next time thank you very much everybody we'll see you all uh, in the next time around okay that's it for this week
4: Bye. see you Later. Bye-bye (laughs) now.